Hello, it's Pastor Winston again for another half hour segment of the A-Game, where we're going to talk a little bit about different topics that should help you to keep on top of your priorities, your goals, the actions that are necessary to accomplish them, the mentality that you have to have, and getting rid of those excuses that could get into the way. It's a pleasure to be with you once again. It means that the work that has begun in us has not been completed and we're still here to continue on with it. I hope everybody's been enjoying the new warmer weather that we've been having. I know I sure have. I ride a motorcycle and I've rode it all winter long. And so as soon as it hit 40 degrees, it felt like spring to me. So 60s and 70s is like summertime, even though summers go a lot higher. But I'm really, really thrilled by the comfort that I'm having now. So, um, Eddie, thank you again, always always like to shout you out at the beginning of the show because none of this would be happening without your consistency and your love of the game your love of staying on top of your a game and making this platform available for those of us who want to share with the listening audience um this morning the topic that i had in mind um was more was about motivation and staying motivated but as i was uh doing uh, you know, putting together the the, the show, uh, something else kind of popped out for me. And, you know, in these days, you know, last year, around this time, we <clears throat> were introduced to COVID-19 and uh, it started to change the way we do our normal. And we've adjusted to that along the way, but there's been so many problems that came along with it. I mean, it's a health issue, of course. It's a social issue. It's a pandemic pandemic worldwide event and it is infiltrated every aspect of our lives everything has been affected by it our financial lives have been affected our emotional lives our educational lives our employment lives our mental health um so many different things relationships uh grief loss so much has come along with this and one of the uh things that i noticed as i was uh, preparing like i said to talk about motivation I know that many of us have to make decisions that define who we are and what we believe in. And most often the choices we face may seem insignificant, but this doesn't mean that they're not important to us. Even the smallest action can have an impact on our self-respect, our integrity, and ultimately our reputation. And so today I wanted to talk along the lines on preserving our integrity during challenging times when there's many decisions to make and taking the time to assure that at the end of it, where's the best version of ourselves that we can be in a world where headlines are often dominated by people who make the wrong choices. People who make the right ones can seem to be rare. However, it, it feels good to live and work with integrity. And when we become known for this highly valued trait, our lives and our careers and our ministries can flourish so today I'd like to take some time to uh, examine what integrity is and we'll see how we can develop it, um, 
and preserve it by making the right choices in life. And of course, we should start with a definition of what integrity is. What exactly is integrity? And it's a characteristic that many of us value in ourselves. And it's one we look for consistently in our leaders and, and those that we look up to or those that we value. But what does it really mean to have integrity? The Random House Dictionary defines integrity as adherence to moral and ethical principles, soundness of moral character, a.k.a. honesty. It also says that it's a state of being whole, entire, or undiminished. And it has a third definition that says a sound, unimpaired, or perfect condition. And also the definition is sound. It can be a bit more complex to define integrity in our everyday lives. You, you could say that integrity is always doing the right thing even when no one is looking, and even when the choice isn't easy. Or you might see integrity as staying true to yourself and your word, even when you're faced with serious consequences for the choices that you're making. Alternatively, uh, when you look at the second and third of these definitions, they, they're, they're more likely meant for structures like the integrity of a building, but we can just as easily apply this definition to ourselves. When we have integrity, we're whole, and in perfect condition, and we're not compromised by awkward inconsistencies. Now, we all have inconsistencies in our life due to our sin nature, um, but that should not be our normal. Everyone has good days and bad days and good thoughts and bad thoughts. It's just normal for us to have that, but I'm talking about our go-to should be that we live a life where we're intentional people of integrity. When we live our lives with integrity, it means that we're always focused on being honest and we let our actions speak for who we are and what we believe in. Integrity is a choice that we make and it's a choice we must keep making every moment of our lives. That's why I said it has to be intent intentional. Now, why is this so important? There are several reasons why I believe integrity is so important. First, um, living a life of integrity means that we never have to spend time or energy questioning ourselves. When we listen to our hearts and do the right thing, life becomes simple. Our life and our actions are open for everyone to see, and we don't have to worry about hiding anything behind facades of because of our imperfections. When we have integrity, we gain the trust of others, our leaders, our colleagues, our team, our our parishioners, our church members, our employees, our employers, we're dependable. And when we hold ourselves accountable for our actions, we become role models for others to follow. All of this in turn directly impacts our success in life. It impacts our A-game tremendously. People who live and work with integrity are more likely to be considered for promotions. Um, why? Because their integrity is a hallmark of ethical leadership. Organizations want leaders they can trust. Um, and when you demonstrate integrity, you show everyone that you can be trusted. And that doesn't matter where this is it from the home to 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 the pews to the organization, uh, your job, 
every relationship that you have, this key ingredient of your integrity is always on the front page. So how do we preserve our integrity during times when shortcuts are so available to us uh, to get uh, ahead quicker? How do we develop it and, and strengthen it? Right. The reputation There's a Japanese proverb um, that says the reputation of a thousand years may be determined by the conduct of one minute. Our integrity is what determines our reputation. And just as this proverb states, all it can take is a single bad choice to destroy a lifetime's worth of integrity. Because for some reason, you can do good all the time, but you do that one thing wrong and that will be who you are to people. For some reason, we zone in on people's def deficiencies and prioritize them and make them the issue um, of that person. So how, how can you and I continue to work on developing and persevering and preserving our own integrity? I have some some directions on this. They're not, um, you know, to be taken as the only exhaustive ways of it. But I think that just with these as a uh, as a guideline that we can look at ourselves intentionally and come up with our own responses to life around us and where um, we hold fast to our integrity. So number one for me is to define my values. You, you, you can't live by values if you don't know what you truly believe in. So I think to start by defining your core values, these are the values that no matter what the consequence you're not going to compromise on them. You know, like for instance, the safety of your children is something that you value. You know, the reputation of your church is something that you value. And that that uh, no matter what uh, short term situation comes up, no matter how pleasant or pleasing it might be, that because you value those things that if they in any way will be consequential to them that your decision is already made. You're not going to compromise there. So with, with, with defining our values, then we take some time to look at and slow down and think about what we're going to do before we do it. That means analyzing every choice that you make by looking at it consequentially. You know, when you play uh, the game of chess, every move you make, you, if you just haphazardly move things about, you're probably not going to win and nobody's really going to want to play you because you're no challenge whatsoever. Ch chess is a game where you stop and before you make a move, you evaluate the consequence of that move and make sure that that is the move that will give you the best bang for your buck, put you in a position for the win. And so often people cut corners or make bad choices when they think that no one is watching. Having integrity means that no matter what, you make the right choice, especially when no one is watching. You, you usually, you, you'll usually know what's right or wrong, although sometimes you might need some quiet time to figure it out. If you're not sure what the right choice is, ask yourself these two questions. If my choice was printed on the front page of the newspaper for everyone to see, would I feel okay about it? And number two, if I make this choice, will I feel okay with myself afterwards? Remember, honesty and integrity aren't values that you should live by when it's convenient. They're values that we should live by all the time. This includes the big choices and the little ones, the choices everyone sees and the choices no one sees. So 
I think that one of the uh, key um, things about integrity is not only our own integrity, but the in helping to build and uh, add value to the to the level of integrity of the people around us, especially those closest to us. People with integrity often have the same characteristics. Um, you'll find that those that have integrity are humble people. They, they, they're not prideful. They're not boastful. Um, they don't push their way through to the front line. They're very kind, considerate, um, and a whole host of other things <laughs> that I can say. They're, they're, they have a strong sense of self, um, usually have very high self-esteem, and they're self-confident. And all of these things are found, yes, in having a relationship with God who, um, through his son Jesus Christ, gave us access to him by the Holy Spirit to let us see us as we really are. We are children of the Most High God. We call um, the God that created the heavens and the earth, we call him our father. And with that set of values, the value that he has for us is that he loved us so much that John 3, 16 says that he gave his only begotten son so that whosoever believeth in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. And when I look at that, the, what he values the most, he values, doesn't value anything else in creation above us. For we are the only part of creation that he formed and shaped and then gave life to through his own pneuma, his own spirit. And with that being said, the John 3, 16 verse that some of us are so familiar with, even non-Christians are familiar with, it says that he loved us so much that he gave us the best that heaven had to offer, which was, of course, his self, his own word. He gave his word on, on, on his love for us because his son Jesus Christ was the word become flesh, as the book of John tells us um, and in its opening verses in John 1. And so with that being the place where we look for our true value, because we know who we are and whose we are, we, it is said that he gave him so that, so that whoever believes in him, so whoever believes in Jesus Christ, whoever believes that he is the propitiation for our sin, that the, not just that he lived and not just that he died and not just that he's resurrected and not just that he's coming back, but he's doing all of these things through a love that is called agape, a love that has no conditions on it whatsoever. He loved us before we can love ourselves and even when we didn't love him back. And so from that point of view, when we look at having integrity, these characteristics that come, as I said, humble, strong sense of self, high self-esteem and self-confidence, well, sometimes when we look at ourselves, we can see too many of our failings, too many of our shortcomings, too many of the places that we didn't get it right, too many bad decisions. And these are places for guilt, shame, and remorse. But the Bible tells me that there is now, therefore, in Romans 8 and 1, no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus because of his fulfillment. His fulfillment gave us what uh, is called grace and mercy. Grace and mercy 
are the things that eradicate those 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 feelings from us because of God's forgiveness and his restoration of us to right standing with him. Therefore, we can move forward believing that if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us and restore us to righteousness. And a righteous person has a strong sense of self, has high self-esteem, and will find the self-confidence in being who they are in Christ. And that's one thing that we have um, going for us that speaks volumes to the world around us if we live and act accordingly, because that is the basis for our integrity. These characteristics are important because sometimes we'll be under intense pressure from others to make the wrong choice. If you look back over your life and even look back at some of the wrong choices you made, I look back at some I made in my youthful days that wasn't based on my knowledge of right or wrong or even my desire to be right or wrong, but it was very important that those that I was... um, trying to impress or be accepted by that some of the things that they had um, on their mind for us to do that was totally wrong. I submitted to that for the sake of my own sense of being and belonging, right? So the, 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 the work, let's say, for instance, you work on building and improving these characteristics within yourself so that you have the strength and courage to do the right thing when the time comes. Build your self-confidence and self-esteem and work on developing character. And you, there's so many opportunities throughout our day to do it um, by making decisions that line up with the best values, the highest values that you have in spite of what the consequences is mean. Now, this is not for the timid and not for the soft, those, those that are, you know, lack courage. This takes great courage to do. There's a, a, a little prayer, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change and the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to do the dif- know the difference. And I kind of simplify that with the thought that, you know, serenity, peace to accept what I cannot change. And basically, I cannot change others and their intentions, you know, um, not by a long shot. It, 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 it's, it's beyond my power to change the heart of another man. Um, and, and all I need to be do is be at peace with that, to have the calmness of mind to understand that that battle definitely is not mine. It truly belongs to the Lord. But then the courage to change the things I can brings me to this place where when I look back over my life and when I take a true look at myself, not even lying to myself and deceiving myself about my intentions and my purposes of anything that I've done or anything that I've thought of doing. And I see that the change, if it's going to be, the change has to begin with me. I, it takes great courage to look at yourself that way and 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 change the things that you can. You know, um, a lot of the things that I found that I needed to change, I found that I couldn't change them without help, the big H word. I needed help 
And of course, I sought help where help was readily available in my friends and my family. And it started to get me through. But there's the kind of help I needed was because I'm against an enemy that is supernatural and in a spiritual realm. And so my weapons of warfare could not be carnal. They had to be mighty through God. And with those weapons, God used them to pull down those strongholds and demolish arguments and every false pretense that sets itself against knowledge of God. Um, With these, it helped me to take captive those thoughts and make them obedient to Christ. So as we work on building and improving these characteristics within ourselves, we will have the strength and the courage to do the right thing when the time comes. Spend time getting to know yourself and what you believe in. Develop friendships and work relationships with others who demonstrate higher integrity than you have, that you admire. And it won't be by osmosis, but get to know how they think. Get to know where the source of their strength comes from. Um, Get to see how they make the decision to do the right thing, even though the consequences might not be good for them, but it's the right thing to do. They might suffer some loss. They might suffer some pain, and we will too, because anyone who wants to live godly will suffer persecutions. (laughs) It's not um, something hidden from us, right? And also find those others who will support your right decisions that will say, you know what, that's the right thing to do. I got your back. And they might be few and far between, but you don't need many of them. Sometimes it only needs one. (laughs) Just one good friend, just one good support, just one good I got you can get you through to doing the right thing. So. Here's a couple more things before we um, come to the close of, of, of this session. I hope that um, so far what we've talked about has given you um, some motivation, um, challenged you hopefully to uh, begin to look at yourself from a point of Am I living the best version of myself where it comes to my integrity? And to make right those those the, the kind of thinking that may have led us in the past to make choices that were only temporary at best um, and start looking at playing the long game. You know, when you have goals, aspirations, motivations, and you want to do it through excellence, that's, that's a game. That's, that's game. And, and our goals, our actions, and our mentality um, are the key things that will help us to look at those excuses that try to creep in and get into the way. From a perspective of having integrity, it makes those excuses diminish into, um, in, into, into, things that don't have as much power as we would have given them if we hadn't started to take another perspective or point of view. Okay, so learn how to be assertive so that you can defend an ethical position from an adult point of view without whining or becoming aggressive, right? Stand firm on, on, on your word, especially you can do this when your word is God's word, because you know that God's word is true. You know that God's word is right. And you know that God's word has sustained itself throughout all of the history that we know right now and is still true to this day in spite of everything. Avoid White lies, little, they may seem harmless, but tiny lies are still lies. Uh, Always do your best. Tell the truth. 
it pays big dividends in how you see yourself uh, later on as life goes on. Learn to take responsibility for your actions. If you make a mistake, own up to it and do whatever it takes to right the situation. You know, sometimes we don't want to let people know where we've made a mistake or we're wrong. And uh, that's just not an unrealistic point of view. Everyone makes mistakes, you know, al along the way. And uh, that's how we learn um, by our mistakes more so than anything else. We learn how to do it right a lot of times by getting it wrong a couple of times. And then finally, we figure out what's right. You know, keep your word. Don't make promises that you know you can't keep. Let your yay be yay and your nay be nay, right? If you know you can't keep it, don't don't put your word on it. Don't make it and have to now lie your way out and deceive your way out. It's just things just start to pile up. Keep it really, really simple. Keep in mind that in times of fear, um, disaster and chaos, the temptation is even greater to make a wrong choice. Uh, uh, use these opportunities, though, um, to demonstrate your true character. Use these as opportunities to be uh, salt of the earth, to be light in darkness. You know, um, these are the times when us as in, in the Christian faith need to show the world what the truth and how it sets you free um, really looks like in 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 real time. Um, it's a time when people are looking for um, ways out of pain. Um, they're looking for ways to get by financially, and there are so many, like I said, shortcuts. So many schemes. So many you know different ways to defraud and defunct and all these different. Uh, activities and choices that the world has available. And when we encounter them, remember that as they watch us, we show them what Jesus would do. And if they see us do the wrong thing, then that's what they believe our God guides us to do. If we so proclaim that wonderful name, right? So keep your word. Don't make promises that you know you can't keep. And that during these times, the temptation is greater to make the wrong choice. Use these opportunities, as I said, to, um, to, to, to make, to take a time to demonstrate your true character, which is found in Christ, right? And avoid seeming self-satisfied or, you know, prudish or extra when you, when you're acting with integrity, you know what I'm saying? You know, don't, don't get on this flare and become, you know, brand new to people just because you got a little integrity now and you, you know, you're doing the right thing. And, you know, so now you're going to point your fingers at everybody and tell them that, you know, look how I'm living and you should know better and things like that, because that's not helping others to want to have that. As a matter of fact, it'll make you very standoffish when you get brand new on folks that you already been around and they know how you was and how you did your thing and they know your secrets and stuff. And now you're going to try to act all brand new. Well, that doesn't work. Stay humble, down to earth. Don't look for approval and where you sensibly can. Try to let people save face when they fall short too, okay? And uh, with those uh, key things in mind, I hope I didn't go down a rabbit hole, did I? No, well... <laughs>
If I did, let me climb back out and get on top of this. The the, the key the key points I think that was on my heart today, um, to talk to those um, that's listening is is that having integrity um, means that you live in accordance with your deepest values, that you're honest with everyone, and that you always keep your word. That integrity is um, a highly valued trait, especially in us that are leaders, um, and we all lead somewhere. You, if you're a parent, you're leading in your house. If you're an older sibling, you're leading there in school, in in the in in the job. People look at us, um, and when we either lead them in one direction or the other toward doing the right thing or doing the wrong thing all the time, and it's a it's a it's a big challenge to see yourself and be aware of that, right? When you live with integrity, you're more likely to be considered for important roles in other people's lives and therefore taking, um, being put in leadership positions. Now, I think in closing, I want to just remind you that development of integrity is key because no matter what level of integrity we have, that takes us to the next level of integrity. So to develop and protect your your integrity, start by identifying your core values. These are the values that you refuse to compromise on no matter what. And analyze every choice you make to assure that you're doing the right thing. Then develop a culture of integrity around you. Work on building your self-confidence and self-esteem and develop relationships with others who live with integrity also. Now, I would love to be able to say that you are talking to Mr. Integrity right here, but I am a work in progress. I have not attained. Um, But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, I do press toward the goal of the high calling of Christ that is in me. And I fail miserably many times, and I've come to the conclusion that it's not how many times you fall, it's how many times you get back up. Because if you get back up, then you can sing my theme song because there ain't no stopping us now. (laughs) Once we get started, there ain't no stopping us. We can definitely do better. And if we strive toward doing that, then life itself will give us the goal that we're reaching for. Right. All right. So thank you again, Eddie, for this awesome opportunity that you give us each week um a shout out to all of the listeners and um to all of the other ones that have promoted shows on the eaj 1023 and please remember you're blessed so be blessed intentionally until the next time we talk again let's keep that integrity up and move forward into things and be the best at our a-game